0: To this one industry event and I wanted to meet this planner so bad so I walked up and I was like hi how are you she's like oh my gosh you're the rat guy and I was like oh my god <laughs> <laughs> she does multi billion dollar weddings and I'm over here as the rat guy because of an Instagram story that I shared
1: Welcome back guys to another episode of the Vero podcast. Today I am so excited to have my dear friend Sean Strong on who is an incredibly talented floral designer, wedding planner and designer based right here in Atlanta, Georgia. Sean is somebody who I think is such an inspiration. He he inspires me all the time and I'm so thrilled to have him on today and have him share all of his amazing self, because he truly is one of the most kind, hardworking, genuine people that I know. And we're going to be talking about all different kinds of things about social media, about his brand, his authenticity, comparison, talking about getting started and how that looks for so many different people so i'm really excited to get this show started so if you guys don't already please go ahead and like and subscribe leave a comment below after you listen to our episode and i hope you guys enjoy it a podcast for artists to grow and learn the real truth of being a creative entrepreneur the vero podcast hosted by kelly berry Okay, guys, we are back with another episode of the Vero Podcast. I am super excited about this one because it is with my dear friend, Sean Strong, who I've wanted to come on the show for so long. I feel like we've had some crazy adventures together, so I'm excited to talk a little bit about our crazy adventures and then also, of course, about your life experiences, your business, your brand and all of that good stuff. So I wanna start, yeah, I wanna start out, just you know, take it away, introduce yourself and tell people all the amazing things about you.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Well, uh, thank you for that beautiful introduction. Uh, My name is uh, Sean Strong. I am the owner and creative director behind Sean Strong Design. Uh, We do floral work and then we also do like the full design for weddings, um, kind of all over the place now. And it's been something that I've been really grateful to do and I just kind of fell into it and so it's something I think Kelly was part of one of my first first kind of like larger weddings that we I've ever did and it was wonderful to get to work with her and um, yeah so I just I teach workshops kind of all over the place and I've been doing weddings for the past like five years now Um, and yeah business has just been kind of growing and it's been fun to be able to work with some amazing people. Yeah your business
1: I feel like has just been exploding over the past time that I've known you. And so we have so much to talk about. And I, you know, we talked about that wedding. And I know we in our test call, we said maybe we weren't going to talk about it. But we can maybe (laughs) disclose a little bit because I think it is important. But
0: absolutely, on this podcast,
1: you know, it's just like a, you know, whirlwind. You never know what's going to happen. It's just like, yeah. So, you know, like like I said, or like Sean said, we worked together on this wedding. How long ago was that? Like,
0: oh my gosh, I don't even. Know. Probably three or four years. I don't. I don't know. It was a it's while been, ago. It's been a while. Yeah,
1: it's been a while, and it was so funny because, you know, if you guys follow Sean, which I'm sure a lot of you guys do, um, Sean posted this major social media. I don't even know. Um, it was a
0: viral. It story. was a viral explosion like it was insane yeah
1: I mean and now I guess you know I I've never gone viral before so how was that was that just amazing
0: well it was good so I guess the the what happened was I posted a response to like a celebrity's um I guess there was like their planner or something for an event just saying like I'm not working for free and I was like a little aggressive not aggressive but I was just like put my foot down and I was like no I'm not doing this for free concert tickets like that's insane yeah and so with that it was like a lot of death threats that came from that (laughs) and like there were like 15 or 16 Facebook like groups that were made like we don't like his work oh (laughs) my gosh you never told me that yeah it was insane and then like there were like I mean, I, there were thousands of messages. I, my Facebook got so, like, popular that, like, no one could add me as a friend anymore. Like, you had to just, like, follow me. Like, it was insane. So oh a lot of great things came from it. A lot of people were like, thank you for speaking up for, you know, the, the independent workers. And then a lot of people were like, you don't treat people that way. You're missing out on your opportunity. And it's like, no, I'm, I'm not missing out on anything. You, They wanted me to pay for this event out of my own pocket. Right. And, like, didn't even want to, like mm-hmm. the, the flowers or whatever. So... And I say all that to say, like, I have no problem doing pro bono work. I've, I've, I do what, like a pro bono wedding each year for a, a well-deserving person. Um, so I have no problem doing that. But when you're a celebrity and, like, you are asking for not just free labor but also free flowers for an event that's, like, not even going to, like, benefit me at all. Right. You know what I'm saying? Absolutely. Like, like, I don't know. It just, it went, it went, it went viral. People lost their minds over it. I'm like surprised BuzzFeed hadn't like picked it up, picked it up or something. Yeah. Well,
1: and I will say, I don't think that your response was any kind of aggressive. I think that's like, yeah, no, I think it was just a firm response. And I don't think that that was anything that was a, I mean, I think that was the proper response in all honesty. I mean, I don't think it was like you were, you know, threatening them or anything. But, yeah, you know. Yeah, I
0: wasn't, y'all can go back and find it on my Instagram. Yeah, and I'll,
1: yes. And of course I'll tag you or, and I'll write in the show notes about where to awesome. find you and all that good stuff. But yeah, the whole yeah. reason of us telling this story is because Sean and I worked a wedding uh, like we were just talking about like three or four years ago and everything was, we worked for free. And it was a really incredible experience. But, you know, I think this whole... Age of social media, like age of social media, like I'm like a hundred years old. (laughs) Back in my day, we didn't have this problem.
0: We didn't have social media. We had file spaces. Oh my god!
1: I had AIM, so whatever.
0: Yes, I still have my account. I think if I could sign into my account, my lord, some of the the conversations I have, I I
1: can't. I hope that it's deleted and burned forever. Yes. Yes. (laughs) So Sean and I worked this wedding. And it was just so great because it was I did get to meet him and so many other really great vendors, but it was really, you know, anything that you do like that is I feel like no matter what, it's always seems to be so much more challenging, so much more work, so much more, you know, just stress because that day was super stressful.
0: And, you know, you're promised, like, the idea, and again, it's, as, a, as a young designer, I wasn't aware of all this stuff, but, like, you know, you're promised all of this, this, like, I guess, fandom to come from it, but at the same time, you've got to understand that the people that are following that person, like, they're following that person for a reason. They're into the things that they're, that they're posting, so, like, obviously, me being a florist and a, a wedding designer, you know, that person's demographic is not going to match up with my demographic, right. so, yeah, I had an influx of thousand followers that day but i also like lost two thousand followers like the next day because they don't care oh about, my gosh yeah my work but they wanted to know about what their cele- so like that pseudo celebrity was up to right so it's like it's really not beneficial you know so that's what i think the whole purpose of that was is like look we are hard-working people who own small businesses whether it's photography or bakers or florists and like you've got to make sure that you are you know, saying no to no, like no, when you need to say no and yes to the things that you feel like are truly going to be beneficial for you, you know? So I think that we both kind of learned that lesson early on together. And I think that was kind of like a bonding moment for us. Yes, (laughs) I know. Forever,
1: forever. We'll always talk about that. Now, I really think it's cool that you said that you do do a wedding uh, pro bono every year, which I think is really cool. So, you know, where where I mean I like I said we've known each other for a long time and your work I think is always evolving and growing and I just absolutely love that about you so where are you finding like your passion and your drive to you know bring all this creative work to light
0: yeah you know I truly like to draw inspiration from the client like I know that feels and sounds so like cliche but this is their wedding day, you know, they, they can send me their Pinterest boards all day long. But at the end of the day, I'm really interviewing them. And I want to know, like, what's special about them, you know, if they have a love for, you know, European art, how can we bring that into, you know, their conversation, if they really love bicycle riding, you know, together, that's how they met, how can we bring that in an elevated, tasteful way to kind of really showcase the actual couple, you know, it's, anyone can bring you a Pinterest photo and say, I want that. Well, it's like, yeah, you've already seen that a hundred times. Let's do something that is uniquely you.
1: Right. So I
0: really do draw inspiration from my clients. And I want to kind of, I want to see their pictures and I want to see their inspiration and what they like. But I also really want to talk to them and figure out like, why is this moment special? Why was this color special? What's going on with this? That way it's really uniquely them as opposed to just like a copycat wedding. Right. You know, And I think that's why my weddings, none of them look the same. I'm not doing the same you know, pieces every every other week is because I'm really drawing inspiration from from the client. So that's amazing. Yeah.
1: That's really really great. And it's so funny that you bring up Pinterest because I feel like Pinterest is like one of those things that I love it and hate it all at the same time. Because as yeah. photographers, I mean, you know, people go on Pinterest and they like look at photos on there, and it's like the photos of like the dogs with like the signs around them. <laughs> or
0: like- yeah.
1: You know, like, she said yes, or, like, you know, whatever. And, I mean, sometimes it's a little cringeworthy. And you're right, though. You're like, let's – we can do a variation of this and just make it our own and make it something that's a little, you know, less cheesy.
0: (laughs) Yeah, and that's – I mean, as a photographer, I can imagine, like, again – and I think even, like, as florists, too, like, we kind of get the same things over and over again. So it's always, like – it's our job as the creative kind of directors of all this to say, that's a great idea, but let's go, you know, maybe this direction or let's try it out this, this way. And just kind of opening their eyes. Cause I think that sometimes like brides just get tunnel vision and they're like, we got to do blush, eucalyptus and white. Like, that's what we got to do. And it's like, no, yes. you don't have to, like right. if your favorite color is yellow and like red or something. Let's make this whole like thing happen. I don't know. Yellow and red's hideous together, but let's, <laughs> let- let's do something that's, you know, that you really enjoy. Right. So, Right. Yeah. I- i think that you agree with all that yes
1: i totally agree with all that and now you know i think that so i sent sean a list of questions before obviously as like just a little bit of a um you know script per se or just an idea of what we're going to be talking about but we're next thing we're going to be talking about is inspiration and i want to kind of like go off topic with this a little bit because like we just talked about you know working with clients and stuff and sean has done two vera workshops with us and Mm -hmm. so and it was such an amazing experience and he's for those of you guys that do follow him and know him you guys know how much funny he is just like being around him <laughs> and having a good time. And
0: Thank you, uh,
1: yes. Um, but as far as inspiration, you know, when we did our workshops together and when you do personal work, like when you're not working with a client, like where do you draw inspiration? I mean, where do yeah. you pull from? And I mean, cause I mean, the stuff that he did for Vero was just absolutely amazing.
0: Thank so, you. Yeah. Thank you. I think a lot of it has to do with, having a collaborative team and making sure that you have, you know, people who have a vision, obviously Vero is your, you know, your brainchild. So I want to make sure that I'm reflecting everything that you want for that. So I kind of take the lead from what you were saying and kind of the feeling. And then from that point, you know, we're looking at the venue and we're looking at the dresses and we're looking at kind of the color story. And I'll tell you one of the things that I really loved about working with you at Vero was you did kind of give a, a behind the scenes story, almost like this, this tale of this couple meeting and how they were walking in the city together and and whatever it might be, you right. kind of painted this really beautiful picture and I really like that because it allowed me to understand where where you were with this right. and then kind of build onto that and I think having that open communication with you and with you know the other vendors is really wonderful to make sure everything is very cohesive and and very intentional because you know the last thing you want is to show up and there be something you know random and you're like what the, what does that doesn't even look great with the rest of the stuff you right. know so it's really nice to work with a group of people that you know really have the inspiration in their heart and kind of in their mind and that's kind of the forefront of what's going on so i definitely draw inspiration from the other vendors i draw inspiration from the venue from the dresses from the story that's being told from photography and the lighting and how that's going to be translating you know lighting plays a huge role in how things are going to be felt yes. and kind of you as a natural light photographer understand, you know, shadows and light and how that just plays a whole role. So inspiration images and just kind of, I don't know, talking with people I think really allows that creative process to kind of grow and flourish yeah which is this is all sounding like so like flu flu no stuff, but like that's seriously that's how it works okay you know?
1: <laughs> well let me just tell you because I was gonna say that you know the whole create my creative process I feel like is very I mean everybody's creative process is so different and you know when I'm putting together these workshops it's for me it is so helpful and I know a few other people that are like this too but it's so helpful for me to actually like write out the story and actually yeah. you know create these like fictional characters in my mind and make sh- you know create this love story so that yeah, and absolutely. some people really struggle with that you know they whether they're trying to create it themselves or it's me trying to tell them this I can't even tell you, Sean, like how many times like I would tell somebody like this big elaborate story. I would show them like either the story that I wrote or whatever, and they're like, This is for a photo shoot? Like, what else? You know? <laughs> and I'm like, this is just how my brain works, you know? It yeah. just allows me to Remember the small details that make those, mo- make those shoots and make those editorials really come to life. And yeah. I mean, it's cool if someone thinks it's weird, you know, that's
0: fine. But you know, also, it, it also it's like an, another kind of interview process as well, because like if the person that you're reaching out doesn't understand or can't convey or like, you know, kind of build upon that story that you've already built, it's like, I don't think we're going to work well together. Right. You know, like it's, it's, if you can't understand kind of the direction that I'm going and you know not to say that there's not a little bit of like leniency and all of that but i think it's nice to be able to give a direction to somebody and then trust them to execute it well. But if they're having like a hundred thousand questions or they're just not really confident in it, then right. you kind of know as the creative lead of like, this might not be the shoot for you. Let's, let's work on something different right. you know, at a different time. Right. And you so know, know, it's a good, good way to kind of metric or keep a metric for people. Yeah,
1: and absolutely. And I think too, you know, that really brings up, we're kind of jumping all over the place, but like that really kind of leads into a really great topic because i have worked you know we've this is our fourth year of hosting these workshops and so i've i've worked with a slew of vendors and you know it's so interesting to see how those relationships kind of unfold as the process goes on and sometimes it unfolds really well and then other times it doesn't and um, you realize that maybe that person is not the best fit for that job and so you know it it's interesting especially you know I just talked about this recently Um, you know these workshops have given me so many skills um, that I never would have gained otherwise but you know when you're so in deep into you know whether the, it's a workshop or whatever into the process, and you're working with somebody that is maybe not the best fit for you. It it makes that so much more challenging, and makes the makes the whole process so much more challenging. So vendor yeah. to vendor relationships are so crucial, and I think that, I think that at least photographers, especially, I don't know about the floral industry, um, but I feel like they forget how important those relationships are. And, you know, I think it's so important to maintain strong relationships with a slew of different vendors, because at the end of the day, we're all in this together. So I'd love to kind of get your take and any experiences that you've had, you know, working with other vendors, whether it be positive, negative, a little bit of both, um yeah and anything in between there
0: yeah so i think it's like you said it is very important to make sure that you have a great relationship with people because at the end of the day you want to make sure that you know your client is happy you know and if if there is commotion and craziness behind the scenes it's going to translate you know in in front of the in front of the scenes right so it's not able to work with vendors and you know that's what i always tell like my freelancers when they're working with me like you're gonna to smile to everybody. You're gonna say hello to everybody. You know, you're gonna open the door for people. It's just having common courtesy and just being respectful and nice and making sure that everyone feels valued and appreciated. And I kind of do that like within my social media as well. I feel like that's something I just kind of want to make sure it's kind of like integrated within my brand. But I think it's really important to to build those good relationships. I re- have received numerous of inquiries from certain venues and certain photographers and certain people just because they like working with me. Right. Uh-huh. You know, and I think that's really changed the day. If you have a very smooth behind the scenes and everything's wonderful and good to go, your client is just going to feel that. You're going to feel that. Everyone's going to enjoy the day and right. it makes it so much easier. There's a lot of moving parts, as I'm sure many of these wedding professionals are listening to this podcast. They understand the ins and outs of what the complexities are of of, of the day, you know? Oh, yeah. So you. if you have any type of animosity or any type of, like, weird feelings about somebody or something like it, then just don't hire them right that would be detrimental to you you know you want to make sure that you're working with a strong positive great team that really is going to be there and supportive and at the end of the day have the goal to make sure that their client are more than satisfied absolutely with, with everything for them yeah absolutely
1: I think that's a I mean I think that's so true and it's funny because You know, we actually just worked a wedding together recently Mm -hmm. um, in October and it's like it was so nice working with you because it was like I knew that at any moment I'm like, oh God, like... You know, it's, you know, shit's hitting the fan. Like, I've got to call Sean. Like, I know that you are, you know, going to be there. I know that you are so reliable. I know that you are so dedicated to your craft and what you're doing. And you are there for that client. And we are both there to make sure that that client is like you just said, making sure everything is going smoothly. And so I think that that wedding was a huge success um, because I think our dynamic was really great. And I'm not, like, trying to, like, pat myself on the back, but that was just an experience that we worked together that um, I know that we… Well,
0: pat yourself on the back because the photos were beautiful. (laughs) I was so impressed. Seriously, I saw you post, like, a sneak sneak peek, and I got so mad. I was like, she's already, like, she gets to see all these photos already. I want to see them. But obviously, you being the photographer, (laughs) you get to see them. I know. But I wanted to see them so bad because I knew, like, it just felt, it was a good day. It was a good day. Everything went well and it was just you, you captured some beautiful beautiful images and i actually had them in kind of my lineup to post oh, so i cannot wait well, to thank you that so, Well, thank it's you it's going to be going to be awesome to see how people respond to those yeah. those pictures yeah
1: and you know speaking of education i know that you you mayor Star 2019 you have yeah. taught yeah. workshops all over the country And so tell people about that. Tell people about your education and your experiences of hosting workshops and your experiences of, you know, all that fun stuff that goes with it. The planning, all the good stuff.
0: Yeah, it's a a lot. (laughs) You know, it's the workshop. And as you know, as a a host of workshops yourself, it's the day of and like when you're doing it, that's like 10 percent. Just like, you know, showing Mm up. Your wedding—it's 10 percent because there's editing and there's talking and there's walking through the day and all these kind of components. But when it came to last year, I started—I was the May 2019 Design Star, and so with that, we traveled to four different cities and we. Um, taught workshops and we ta- talked about pricing and how to model your social media and how to make sure that you were doing the mechanics of certain arrangements right. And it was a beautiful, beautiful time and I get to do some incredible work with them. And this year I'm actually on tour again where our first stop is Charleston, then we're gonna be heading up, um, we'll be in Phoenix and Brooklyn and then Siena, Italy and then we're kind of all over the place. So That's it's amazing. Been yeah, I'm pumped for it. It's It's really, really cool um but people love love being able to come and just learn and i think that these workshops are a great great spot and i always tell everyone you know make sure that you have some type of rapport with the person that you're taking a workshop from like kelly you do a phenomenal job at reaching out to photographers and talking with them and engaging with them and that's so needed because when people are just signing up for these courses if they don't really have you know your story and kind of what what you've done and how you've kind of built, they really don't understand, you know, they just see you as Kelly Berry, the photographer, Mm -hmm. and they're like, oh, she does all the great Mm -hmm. stuff. But if they knew, you know, your whole story of like wanting to be able to share your personal photos and sharing your life and all that kind of stuff, it really resonates with people.
1: Yeah.
0: Um, And so that's what we like to do. I like to just, you know, talk pricing, talk flowers. We do large scale installations and bouquets and centerpieces. But we also, you know, have those moments where we're able just to sit and breathe and talk about the frustration how to handle you know x y and z so yeah it's it's been an exciting time and if you guys are interested in floral design you know you're welcome to, turn the on guy guy to call for real thank you
1: absolutely weren't you like <laughs> in weren't you just in like south america or
0: something yeah i just did a, a private workshop down uh in ecuador oh. and it was it was it was during the time of like the the military revolt, so it was like super fun. Fires going, yeah, it was it super was, fun. It was fun. It was scary and fun. But my my hosts were wonderful, and they were beautiful people, and they they really did you know do a jam up job and making sure that I was safe and comfortable. But um, yeah, we just did a just did a private tour down in Ecuador, and I have a couple of private courses coming up in February. So it's just it's been growing, Kelly. It's been insane. <laughs> it's just been a lot of fun. That yeah, is so yeah. amazing.
1: I think I'm so happy for you. Didn't Thank you, didn't you get, like, altitude sickness
0: or something? I was – well, I we had to, so where we were, we are like, in the middle of, like, this, like um, – kind of, like, around this, like, volcano or something. And where I was staying was in the city because the people that I guess were staying with, they own a flower farm. Oh, wow. So I got to tour the flower farm, and it was wonderful. But where we were staying was um, in the city – about. 25 minutes away or so Mm -hmm. well because all the roads were shut down because of like the crazy you know stuff that was going on with the military (laughs) and all this we had to take like a three-hour detour around like uh, a volcano so we're going up the crazy like elevation going down over these rocks it was a whole it's all my insta stories y'all can watch it it was a whole thing but (laughs) oh my god from that between the altitude going up and down I got like altitude sickness and then but it was it was a good time overall. Oh my <laughs> but god! But it was a it was a lot. I swear, so. like the
1: craziest stuff happens to you, and I know it. I know it. It is seriously. I cannot wait for you to get your own reality show because it's gonna happen. Like it'll happen for sure. I'm. I mean, I know it will. HGTV. I'm waiting for you. Yes. I'm waiting for like it. I'm not even kidding. I would literally be watching that every single week because it would be the best show ever but you know it's so interesting like you know I love how much you share you know about your life about all your experiences and you really built this brand that is so unique to you and so would you call yourself a personal brand like an influencer oh my god you're an influencer Uh, (laughs) or you know a professional brand like how did or is it just like your own you know term
0: yeah you know I've I've never been asked this question and I I I like this (laughs) um I I mean I I do because I don't think of myself as an influencer by any means and I I feel like I feel like more like a personal brand I guess that's yeah. kind of the direction that I feel I, I fall into I feel like my dog's more of an influencer than I
1: am oh my god but of like thieves. I am
0: like yeah think thieves he's a I mean y'all his his account is insane but <laughs> like I feel like I'm a personal brand like I feel like um people have fallen in love with my personality and they've fallen in love with what I share and like the bits of like of my personal life and realizing that I'm not like this bougie pretentious like floral designer right. that, you know, we all deal with these problems and whatever it might be. And I just so happen to share it with you guys because, you know, at the end of the day, I feel like you fall in love with my, my personality. You want to work with that. And I just so happen to, you know, do beautiful flowers. Yes. So, um, I think, yeah, I like the idea of personal brand, you know, I think that's, that's where I'm at and I If like I can that. have a personal brand. You know, in Target one day or something, that'd be ideal. Oh,
1: my God. I totally see that for you. I am not even kidding. I think the sky is the limit for you. And I think that, you you know, we talked about this in Charleston, um, however long ago that was. The years and months are running together. But... You know, your social media strategy, I think, is so interesting because it is you have this thriving business, but you're also I mean, you are an influencer. I mean, I look at you in that way. And because I think that you share so much about your life and, you know, there's so many people, including myself, that are so afraid to do that. And it's, you know, because I think that you hear so many different things or quote unquote rules or and I just love that you have you make your own rules you do what you want to do and you share what you want to share and I think that's what an influencer is and I think that's what you know you I mean you are you pay you know you're paving your own path and I think that that's so inspiring so you know Talk about your social media strategy and how that has helped you, how that has not helped you and yeah. you know, all those fun things.
0: Absolutely. Well, you know, I think that, again, I'm still relatively new in this industry and it's just, it's kind of grown really, really fast. And I thankfully was kind of at the age of working with social media as a, as a means to, to brand yourself and to kind of market yourself. And I remember when I was like first starting out, you know, I reached out to a couple of, um other florists and just wanted to see if i could just you know wash buckets for them or just like hang out with them or learn something and i was constantly left on scene Um, like i was never people never responded and i just thought to myself like if i if there's ever a time that i'm gonna make it or like if i'm ever at a point where i'm of any type of influence i'm gonna respond to everybody personally i'm going to send a video message or a voice recording or at least like like the post because there's nothing worse than feeling like that you're not validated in what you love you know I, I was 100%. studying you know completely different idea in school and I wanted to go one direction and and then I ended up you know falling in love with floral and I felt that there were so many people that were so cold and so like uh, unwelcoming and a little bit pretentious mm-hmm. and just like I don't know I feel like I still do very elevated and expensive weddings that that people love and emulate but I also have no problem talking to you about you know that I ate a what a piece of pizza the other day? You know, right. I know. I just, no, you know, I I agree. A relatability there. So, I I told myself if I ever become a, a, in a place where people can ask me questions or they want to look to me for guidance, I will always answer, and I'm pretty prompt about doing so. Emails I won't answer so quickly. I hate emails, mm, but oh God, but sense. if you you know direct message me, I'm pretty much gonna respond immediately because I don't want you to feel the same way I felt. You know, starting out in this industry that like no one really cared and like. I don't know yeah i just didn't want to be that person i did not want to be another kind of statistic in that way right so. right
1: well and i yeah. i feel the same way i mean it, i i feel like i started in an age where social media like was not really a thing so yeah. you know i didn't have the I didn't have that opportunity to really, like, use social media. So I was going and knocking on doors of local studios and, you know, passing out flyers and, like, doing yeah. all that, like, really old school. Not to, like, give away my age. <laughs> Not that I'm, like, 900 years old, but, like, still. And I
0: just turned 76, you guys. Everyone give her a happy birthday <laughs> Oh, my God, <laughs> yes.
1: So, you know, but I feel like, you know, there's just so many – um I don't know. There's so many different tactics and so many. First of all, there's thousands of people that do education all over the world. So I think that it's it's tough for people to, especially when they're starting out, you know, to kind of find their voice and kind of figure out what is the right path. And I mean, I think that I don't know if you agree, but I there is no right path. There's no right or wrong it's whatever you feel is going to work best for you. And yeah. I, I mean, you are the perfect example of that. And I think that there's so many people that struggle, even, you know, like I said, people that are coming up um, and people that are just starting, but even people that have been in the industry for a really long time, um, yeah. they still struggle with, you know, sharing personal um, information, sharing, you know, they feel that it is um, not reflective of their brand, which is totally fine. And I'm not saying that that's a yeah. negative thing. They've decided to make that choice for their brand. And I totally support that, but I feel Absolutely. like, um, you know, it's also you, you can have to,
0: into the spectrum. Like you can have this like private secluded, no one sees your face. You see your work kind of, you know, mentality. And then I feel like you can go all out and just do like me and have literally pictures of your face everywhere on Instagram <laughs> and like, talking to people on like videos on like how you're like how my days go right no, I, I think that you can have both of those things there's no right or wrong answer right because you know we're, we're I don't know I feel like clients are booking like I said they're booking me for my personality and, and I just so happen to do great work for right. them right whereas I feel like some people just don't want that they don't any type of they don't want to be seen in that light they just want to be this like secluded kind of person and there's nothing wrong with that right. you can have that you're going to be drawing your own clients that are going to be drawn to you and you know I'll, I'll find the clients that are going to be drawn to me so yeah I, I didn't mean to cut you off there no but I was just really passionate about that I agree with you a hundred percent on that I think that's yeah yeah uh, yeah hashtag <laughs> hashtag rat
1: story oh my god
0: <laughs> hashtag y'all go watch that oh my gosh that, that listen Kelly there was I, I don't ever go to like industry events just because I'm just, I really am like an introverted person. And so I went to this one industry event. And I wanted to meet this planner so bad. So I walked up and I was like, hi, how are you? She's like, oh my gosh, you're the rat guy. And I was like, oh my God. <laughs> she does multi-billion dollar weddings. And I'm over here as the rat guy because of an Instagram story that I shared. Oh so, my gosh. You no, know, well- whatever, whatever gets you know. i
1: she knew who you were so exactly you know i mean so that's definitely a bonus but for those that don't know sean was that over the summer that was when you moved Um, in no
0: it was actually this time last year it was like right when i moved to my my new home oh my
1: gosh so he had moved in just moved into his new house and he had a rat
0: oh my gosh It was a monster. It was an alligator of a rat. It was insane.
1: Oh my god. There is an Instagram story. You guys have to go find it. There is an Instagram story that's really long, but there's one, there's like this section that I think is the absolute funniest where you find it hanging on your clothes.
0: Oh my god. I I, I I was itching so bad.
1: Just about (laughs) died. I was laughing so hard. And I think um, you like muted it because you actually did I scream screamed
0: like a girl. And I was like, and the thing is, my buddy came over to help me. He's like, bro, we'll find this. And I'm like, all right, man. Yeah, we got this. And I was like, <laughs> like, <laughs> so I muted it and then everyone's like, we got to hear your scream. We got to hear your scream." So I put the screen version back up there and it's, if anything, it's worth, it's oh my worth gosh, watching that, yeah, but. you guys
1: have got to go spend time on his Instagram and look at all of his highlights because I promise you it will not be disappointing. <laughs> it's hysterical. And then, even just like you know, the stuff at the airport, you know, oh, like okay. when you were trying to pick flowers up, and yeah. I mean, and it's funny because, like, I don't, you know. It may sound like I may it may sound like Sean and I like talk all the time, but like we really don't. I yeah, mean, we keep yeah. up with each other on social media and stuff, but I feel like I know exactly what he's doing because he shares so much about his life, which I love because it. Yeah. I think it's hysterical, and it always brings light to my day. And so, but like, you were picking up florals. <laughs> at yeah. the airport and, and I, it,
0: they had me going on hundred different areas for it and it was it was like four o'clock in the morning like it was so dumb oh my god and it, it ended up like resonating with so many people and they they were commenting to me and i was like tell so and so about it to handle it that the company was like reconfiguring on how they started doing their shipping so it was like it was such an influential kind of video See? that they were like because you're an on. influencer like, I guess so, but they were like, what, what actually happened? How can we fix this? And so like, it's not happened, it's not happened again. So it's like, I'm going to get what I want. Yes. Well, I mean,
1: and it's so amazing, like the power of social media, like that you do have such a strong following now. And it, when something like that does happen, you know, it's amazing what posting about it can do. I mean, I think that's really incredible. I mean, yeah. So <laughs> I want to kind of talk about. So we have a lot of photographers that are, you know, at all different phases. I mean, a lot of different creatives in general that are at all different phases of their career. And, yeah. um, you know, being a creative entrepreneur, as you know, is not as, <laughs> as much as we've been talking about the hilarious stuff of social media and all the things that are wonderful about what we do. There's also a lot of negatives to it. And, you know, I always like bringing that to light because I think that it's very relatable for people. And, you know, I don't want the perception of anything that we do to ever just be like, oh, yeah, everything we do is amazing. You know, like, so because it's not. There's so many times that it's not amazing and that there's a lot of struggles that we go through as creative entrepreneurs because it's a lonely kind of situation i mean we're oh yeah you know i'm i'm home by myself majority of the time and you know there's a lot of you know mental struggles that everybody goes through and comparison issues that everybody deals with so i'd love to kind of bring that to light and talk about your experiences of you know things that you've gone through and any encouragement that you can give to all of those um all of those people yeah
0: yeah, so I, I, when I first started out, there was um, a blog that's still running right now that I was like, "Oh my gosh, this is this is what I want to be doing. This is the this is the work right here." And I would look at that their dumb Instagram like every single. Day. I would look at their dumb blog, every, and it's not dumb. The stuff is really is beautiful, but I'm saying dumb because I was in Kelly's like, "Oh my gosh, you cannot get me fired." No, I don't. Instagram. I think it's great.
1: I love it. <laughs>
0: But no, I mean, seriously, I was I was to the point where I was infatuated with this company and I wanted to be, I was like, I have not made it until I am on this blog. And it was just something that was like, for me, that's what I wanted to do. Right. And when I, I spoke to another floral designer friend and she was like, you really got to get out of the mindset of like getting on that blog. Like it doesn't define you as a. As a designer right. and i was like oh my gosh yeah that makes so much sense and when i had that realization because granted i was trying for like two years to make these people happy mm-hmm. like make these people who run this blog like see my work and fall in love with me and when i was like doing that i wasn't happy with my work i was not you know i wasn't doing it because i wanted to do it i was doing it because i was trying to appease and make somebody else happy right. so when i started doing my own stuff and i was like i don't care if people like this or not. I like it. My my clients like it. We're happy with it. That's when I started like recognizing that people were picking up my work. That's when I recognized that people were like, Hey, can we use this for one of our posts? Can we use this for this? Can we, can we do a blog about this? Can you do a shoot for us? Like where companies have literally reached out and said, we don't have anything for September that we're in love with. Can you do X, Y, and Z? And I'm like, yeah, that's amazing. And it's been one of those things where I truly feel as a beginning kind of creative person, you have this idea that you you want to do X, Y, and Z, but you can't do that because you haven't done A, B, and C yet. Right. You know, I made a lot of mistakes in my designs. I made a lot of mistakes in and how I was doing things. And then when I started just doing stuff for myself and really like investing in what I thought was beautiful and what I thought was, was fun, that's when my clients were coming to me. And that's when other photographers are reaching out to me. And that's when those blogs are reaching out. So not to sound super cliche, but like sincerely do what you want to do, especially in the, like the art world, there are are rules that make things beautiful, but when you understand those rules and you manipulate them a little bit, that's what changes that perspective from like beauty to like, Oh my gosh, that's really stunning. Mm -hmm. You know? So Mm -hmm. I don't say like discredit, don't discredit blogs, don't discredit all that kind of stuff. I'm just saying do what you want to do, be happy with that and learn to be content in that because that's, what's going to make you feel that validation, not, not some blog or not some you know instagram post whatever it might be right so just be happy with what you're doing and that's just going to really be so good for your mental health because i mean there were times it was pretty dark when i was like this is insane i'm never doing this again mm-hmm. because i wasn't being picked up by this blog but it's like that wasn't really that's not that blog problem it was my problem that i was comparing myself to so many other people right so yeah i think just like sincerely in like the most cheesiest of ways but be true to what you want to do yeah. and like the people that are going to respond to it are meant to respond to that. Right, you know? right. So I don't know. Is that, I mean, is that kind of something? How, do you do you feel like that's kind of how it is in, in the photography world? Oh, that just,
1: oh yeah, I'm absolutely. Not- and I think that, you know, the photography world, I feel like there are so many of us, you know, there's <laughs> I know there's a lot of floral designers, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but there are so many photographers. And, you know, it's so yeah. interesting to me how you know people get so i mean and i can't say that i'm totally not guilty of this because i definitely am especially you know the comparison game comes really strong when i feel like i'm not at my best and when i feel like i'm not um either getting the weddings that i want or you know i don't know any of those personal goals that i have not hit you know i feel like that's when i'm like oh well it's because i'm not good enough for you know as such and such or i need to be doing this like such and such or you know i need like whatever the scenario is um but you know there are a lot of photographers out there and i think that that's probably the biggest thing that we see from the education side is that you know people get very intimidated like very like very very easily And it's so disheartening because, you know, at the end of the day, I say this all the time, you know, we're really just artists and, you know, we are there exactly what you said to share, you know, what we have to offer and to give to the world. And, you know, everybody sees something so differently in whether it be florals, photography, you know, jewelry, whatever it is. And so that's you know, nobody is you. Nobody can give what you give. And I again, yeah, that sounds yeah. super cliche. And... <laughs> <laughs> but,
0: it, but they're, I mean, they're they are said over and over again because there's truth in it. Yeah. You know? like, people are saying this stuff because it sincerely is true. There is only one Kelly Berry. There's only one Sean Strong. You know, there's only these one kind of people. And so, like, don't try to, to do what everyone else is doing. Right. Like, everyone else is already trying to do that. Right. You know, like... Do what you want to do. Right. And, you
1: know, even just coming from the education side, I feel like when I started Vero, it was like, I feel like as soon the first year that I started Vero, I feel like it was workshop season. I feel like everybody started hosting workshops and I was like, oh my God, like this is (laughs) This is going to be a nightmare. Like everybody's doing the same thing. And so, you know, I really had to like separate myself from that and just not look at it and just say, you know what, this is what we're going to be doing this is what I have to offer. And these are the events that I'm going to put on. So I think it's I mean, I think it's worked out for us. But yeah,
0: I mean, you're you've been doing some killer, insane workshops. So, yeah, I think it's it totally is working for you guys. Yeah.
1: But, you know, I just think that it's it's tough for people. You know, I I did my first podcast of this season about I started talking about how It's interesting to me how so many people want to do education as a uh, and I think you can attest to this because you have done so much education as well. But I love talking to people that want to do workshops or want to do education. And because I don't think I think it is very um, just like anything. I think that it's really falsely like glamorized and like it's (laughs) like and it's I mean, I feel like it really puts you on this pedestal where it's just leaves room for people to criticize you because you're not doing x y and z or you are doing x y and z but again that's what's so great about it at the same time because you're able to kind of do what you want to do and i think that that's you know what's so wonderful about it
0: absolutely yeah absolutely and that's why it's so nice to to find like i've seen earlier find a workshop that resonates with you yeah like there are like four or five designers that like I, i would love to go to one of their courses because i feel like they've you know they've been responsive to my you know my messages to them or they they like my my work as well and so i think it's really helpful when you're finding something like that to make sure that you're looking at someone that you know resonates with you and just kind of um, really makes you feel like you know you're validated in what in what you're doing. Right, so.
1: right. And I and you know I yeah. think that brings us to authenticity. I think authenticity in this industry is, well, I think probably in any industry. I only know the wedding industry obviously because we work in it. But I don't, you know, I think authenticity has been a huge topic for the past two years, and I think that it's. I'm so glad because it really needed to be brought to light and really needed to be talked about. And I think you you are probably one of the most authentic people that I've ever met. And it's funny because after working with, I didn't really, kn- I didn't know you before we worked together on that wedding. And then we worked together and then I followed you obviously after that. And I was just so happy because you were ge- like genuinely the same way as you are on social media, as you are in real life, which Thank you. I think is Thank you. so rare. I mean, it's, to be honest, I think it's very, very rare. Um, you. So, you know, how, you know, how do you find that? I mean, is that just who you are and you're just, un, you know, totally 110% yourself? Or do you feel yep. like, some, I know you talked about you're a little bit of an introvert sometimes, or you are an introvert. Yep. So... You know, how do
0: you deal yeah, with mean, all think, that? I mean, I think that I try to even with like how I deal with my clients and what they're what they're paying for and all that stuff. I'm very honest. I'm very upfront. I'm very blunt with them. I let them know what things are going to cost. I talk to you guys on Instagram the same way I talk to my friends. You know, I I just feel like I'm an honest person. And I think it's it comes from a place of of I don't want to say hurt, but just kind of like this. Disapp- I think disappointment mm-hmm. Um Kinda when I was starting out, like I said, I was working with um, a certain company and like I just felt like there wasn't there wasn't any knowledge being passed on to me. Right. Like there was no incentive. There was just I was just a, a workhorse for the for this for this company. And so I like told myself, like I don't wanna I don't wanna be that person for somebody else. Like my freelancers, people ask to work for me for free all the time. I'm like, no, you'll get paid. Like working hands are or paid hands are better than like free hands, Right. You know? So I try to make sure that everyone feels validated, that everyone's, you know, um, getting, I don't know. I just, I don't know. I just feel like I'm just an authentic person. Yeah, like, can no, I know. Yeah. Like, you can say office, absolutely. Like, I, <laughs> I mean, I feel like I'm just honest and I'm transparent with people. Right. I, I, I mess up and I fess up to, that, to those mistakes. And then, um, you know, I just try to make sure that everyone is that same way with me. Right. I think that I appreciate that. So if I'm doing it for you, then you can at least have the courtesy to do that back for me. Yeah. So. And I
1: think that, that, you know, you showing that to people and allowing people to see, you know, your true colors and who you really are, I think ultimately allows them as your audience to do the same to their audience. Yeah. So it's like this chain reaction, which I, I mean, you know, is pretty powerful. And, Thank you. you know, I think that it's, it's just so amazing that again, like the power of social media and the power that, you know, you have with your audience and, you know, not only just to share your work, which is amazingly beautiful, but also your personality, your life, your adorable dog,
0: your crazy (laughs)
1: stories, like all the things.
0: (laughs) Thank you, Kelly. That means really, really does mean a lot. Absolutely.
1: Well, I am so glad that we had this opportunity to talk and yes. you know tell everybody about you and i'm sure everybody knows you guys will be on hgtv and <laughs> like max like three years <laughs> so when that happens and he gets super famous you guys can you know
0: <laughs> you heard it here you first, heard it you here know?
1: first <laughs> <laughs> so well sean thank you so much so so much for coming on and thank talking you. with us and um sharing your story And like I said, I will put all of his information in the show notes so you guys can check him out and go spend a couple hours on his highlight reels. You will be really (laughs) glad that you did that. (laughs) And and guys, thank you so much for watching. And I will see you guys on the next episode.